Folks, it's Monday, April 10th, 2023. Coming up on the program today, when your fetish is shitting out parasitic intestinal worms, one might correctly assume you're mentally ill. Plus, the erotic art of atomic wedgies, and a teacher assigns students to write their own school shooting obituary. All coming up today. I know it's hard, smelly and brown. I know how difficult it is to push out. You got to free, free your turn. Set it free tonight. Set it free tonight. Get through that uh, pressure zone. Don't let it build up. And make you suffer Push, push, push yeah. Push it hard Push it up Push it up Free your turd Let it drop Into that stinky Poo-poo pot Let it drown then Hit the lever It ain't no beaver, you got to free, free your turd, free that turd tonight. Push like hell, push, 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 I don't care if you yell, let the neighbors hear how you feel when your turd gets different. Telling you, you've got to free your turn. It's the Distorted View Show with Tim Henson. I'm gonna lose my mind today. Crystal meth loosens up your butthole. And I love the aftertaste of semen in my mouth. It's just a fun thing. She is a fat cunt. Are you on the internet? Isn't that for techno geeks with spreadsheets? Yes, Timothy James Henson back here with you to kick off a new week. Programs got a great one for you today. You know, we are coming up on 20 years of Distorted View Daily. And while there are always new and weird and disgusting things to feature, when it comes to porn, there are times I think, you know, we've featured it all. As the great bare naked ladies once said, It's all been done before. Ultimately, you know, there's got to be a finite number of ways to have sex and receive pleasure. We're going to run out of fetishes eventually, right? I mean, sometimes I feel like a junkie, like a hardcore drug addict, just chasing that high, desperately trying to find a new fucked up way people are getting off. It's really becoming difficult to find things that I haven't heard or seen or smelled before. But I think today, yes, I think today, I've got something new for you. Maybe not completely new, but, uh, you know, very, very rare. I actually have a couple things to share with you. The first one, it actually, I don't want to say it shocked me, but I was watching this video and I couldn't help but say out loud, No! What? Oh, no! Why? No! Oh, God! No! That was the reaction I had. And I hope you'll have a similar reaction. As bad as this is, at least you don't have to see it. 
because it is a very visual fetish. Uh, if you're a dog owner, you may have had to deal with uh, your, your dog getting uh, worms at some point. And, uh, you know, the doctor will prescribe a medicine and basically the dog shits out the worms. It comes out in the poop. You can actually see little wiggling worms inside the butthole as the dog's pushing it out. People can also get worms and a very few select individuals, uh, specifically the mentally disturbed, they want to get worms like this gentleman. He likes the way they feel in his butt. <laughs> this guy has a bad case of parasitic worms and he's going to shit it out for us. I love this video because he's in the bathroom and he's on the toilet, but he's sitting on the toilet the wrong way. He's not actually shitting the, the worms out into the toilet bowl. He's, he's shitting them out onto the floor. Uh, the video is titled, When Your Intestines Are Infested With Worms. Right, when your intestines are infested with worms, dot, 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 and you poop. So here we go. I can see the worms in his butt already. Do you hear that? Do you hear that? The, the noise that's hitting the ground? Those are fucking worms! Slimy and... Oh! No! Oh! Oh! That, that, that's not just worms. <laughs> that's a poopery. Oh, okay. All right. Well... More, more worms. More worms. What's truly disturbing and unfortunate for all of us, this is a compilation video, so there are multiple worm shittings like this. <laughs> nice, uh, nice close-up version. You can see the worms in the poop w wiggling around. Are you fucking kidding me? What is wrong with you people? Why? If you like the feeling of things in your butt, get a little toy to wiggle around in there. You don't need real worms. Oh, oh there's big worms hanging out. Oh, this video is titled Intestinal Parasite Party. <laughs> no, I do not want to be invited to this party. I can't believe that I'm going to say this, but I think shoving worms in your dickhole makes more sense. For some reason, I can stomach that a little bit better than this. You know, with the with the dickhole thing, you're just, you know, shoving a couple worms in there and then pulling them out. This guy, is, he's got worms swimming around his entire system. Oh, for the fuck's sake. We're not even halfway through the video. There's just so many clips of him pooping out worm. Oh my god! It looks like it looks it looks like chili with rice in it. Just and he's 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 sitting on the toilet and he's playing with the poop with his toes. I mean, this video has everything that skeeves me the fuck out. Poop, worms. Feet? No thank you. 
we're going to just move on. But, but please note, later on in the video, he do, he eats the shit and the worms. He has a spoon in the bathroom. And I saw that in a prior clip. And I was like, that's strange. Why would someone need a spoon in the bathroom? Oh, Tim, you're so naive, you precious, precious idiot child. There you go. Parasitic worm fetish. I also found um, people who are into atomic wedgies. This I might actually be able to share with you on uh, our at extreme DV Twitter account because there's no real nudity. It's just a guy who, you know, I mean, you guys know what an atomic wedgie is, of course, a wedgie where the underwear is actually pulled up over your head. This guy likes the uncomfortable feeling of uh, ass crack pain, I guess. I don't know if you can hear much here. Sort of here, I'm putting the underwear over his head. Yeah. I actually found multiple people who were into atomic wedgies. I think this guy's giving himself a wedgie. I'm sorry, Master Sky. Yeah, it's like a punishment to his master. Master Sky, please forgive me. I'm just a dirty little fag. Oh, just a wedgie little nerd. Please forgive me. I'm so sorry. If you couldn't quite understand that, he called himself a wedgied little nerd. We also have a guy here who gets off by uh, strangling himself underwater. I don't, uh, I don't think you can drown this way. He's literally in a bathtub and he just got a, he's got a hand around his neck. Yeah, for this to work right, you really need someone else to strangle you. In another attempt to deprive himself of oxygen, he tapes his mouth shut and then tries to use his fingers to plug his nose. <laughs> Dude, is that what you wanted? Can't quite tell if that was a success. But I think he's gonna go back for more. Yeah, okay, great. I think it's hard to, like, strangle yourself. You need to use, like, a rope. Something that you're not so in control of. You know, again, you might want to get a friend to help you out. Well, there you go. Some new stuff that uh, people are experimenting with sexually. The final, shall we say, racy clip I have to share with you today appears to be from a porn. Either that or it's proof that this whole work at home experiment has been a huge failure. What we have here is a man on the phone. He supposedly is doing his customer support job. While he's taking the phone call, he's also masturbating. For support, I'm Ryan. How may I help you? Uh, no, ma'am, I'm not a robot. I am a real human. Now, if you hear like a motorized type sound in the background. Yes, uh, of, of course I can help you with that. That's just the fuck machine penetrating this guy's asshole. As the clip progresses, the fuck machine starts to speed up. I speak English, I understand English, and I do understand what you are saying. Hello. There it goes. Wonderful. Uh, what seems to be the problem, man? 
Think he can uh, keep his composure as this thing continues to fuck him faster and faster? <laughs> All right. Have you tried unplugging it and plugging it back in? That's rich coming from you. That's pretty much the whole clip. I mean, it goes on for a while, but it's Did the red. same stuff. Just you just watch this guy's hole very... being stretched open. Yes, ma'am. I do very much appreciate your patience. While he explains to an old woman how to reset her router. I think you guys now know how I spent my Easter Sunday. Gay porn. I was swamped in the stuff. Oh, the things I do for you. Moving on, uh, I've got a Linda Finkel Hall of Fame nominee here, and this one is quite special. Not since Christmas Shoes have I seen a music video quite like this. Check out the show notes today. I'll try to embed the video. This is something you need to see as well as listen to. It's uh, one of those Christian songs that's, uh, you know, kind of telling a story. Just like Christmas Shoes with the little boy in the shoes and then not having enough money and the mom has cancer. There was a lot going on in that three-minute song. Anyway, the selection I have for you today is titled, Excuse Me, Are You Jesus? Pro tip, if anyone approaches you and asks you if you're Jesus, always say yes. You're probably going to get showered with praise, admiration, maybe frankincense and myrrh. Christians know you like that stuff. There's a 75% chance if you say yes, I am Jesus to someone who's asking, Things are going to work out in your favor. There's a slight possibility it's going to be someone from a different religion or deranged and they're going to shoot you in the face, but still, it's pretty good odds. Let's listen to a little bit of uh, Excuse Me, Are You Jesus? Now, just to paint you a picture, because again, this there's a story happening here. We've got a man sitting in the airport. He just missed his plane. Guess he was going to go home for the holidays or whatever, but uh, he, he missed his flight, so I guess he's going to just uh, head on home. I was racing through the airport to make an early flight. I forgot that these stupid stories spell everything out. I didn't have to give any backstory here. I wanted to get home to see my children and my wife. I rushed around the corner and Apple Stand was there. Until I knocked it over, the fruit went everywhere. All right. I have to stop right here. I, I've been to a few airports in my time. I don't remember any fruit stands. Like the fucking fruit stands you would find on the, on the side of, the, of a country road. Inside of an airport, just a few steps away from where one would board their flight. It's not like a shop. You know, I understand there's like little newsstands. And little tiny stores where you can, you know, buy things you might need. But th th this literally was like a few crates w with apples in it that he knocked over. At first I kept on going. I just couldn't miss that plane. The apples are rolling all on the floor by the check-in counter, right? I looked over my shoulder, not stopping to explain. The girl was down there on her knees, groping round to find the apple scattered on the floor. And then I saw the girl was blind. Okay, all right. <laughs> okay, we've got this blind girl, blind girl who works at an airport, which is a very dangerous place. I mean, there's a lot going on at the airport. Okay. 
So it's a blind girl who operates a fruit stand. I don't even think she knows that she's in an airport. She's that blind. I thought this was the side of the road. You mean I'm not out front of Old Country Road 73? No, you're in LaGuardia, bitch. You set up your fucking fruit stand at the Delta ticket counter. How has no one asked you to leave yet? Are there really that many people buying apples? <laughs> buying single apples before they board their plane? We call them air apples. As the plane was leaving, I stopped to lend a hand. I oh, he's going to miss his flight again? Starting to think he doesn't want to see his wife and kids. He'd rather spend some quality time with the blind fruit stand girl. I picked up all the apples, restored the apple stand to replace the bruise and broken. And her fingers press some bins as I hugged her neck. So, okay, so I don't know if you understand what's happening here, but uh, apparently he bruised some of the apples when he knocked them over. So he, uh, you know, gave her five bucks or something. He's like, here, I'll buy some apples. And she hugs him. Hugged her narrow shoulders. She reached to hold me still and said, excuse me, are you Jesus? Is that why you were so kind? This might be. This is this could possibly be the dumbest song we've ever featured on TV. The podcast that brought you hairdresser and a cover of the Manhattan Transfers operator sung in a cockney accent. Those tunes were dumb. This is nearly brain dead. Also brain dead. I'm thinking that blind girl at the fruit stand. A man wrecked your shit, destroyed some of your product, knocking it all over. He picks up some of the fruit and gives you a couple bucks and you think the only explanation is he's Jesus. He didn't really do anything that nice. I mean, any decent person should have done that. At least help you pick up the fucking fruit. You know what I mean? You go right to, oh, it must be Jesus Christ in front of me. I don't think Jesus would have been that careless. Also, if he can walk on water, I don't think he needs to fly commercial. Why the fuck do you think Jesus is going to Minneapolis of all places? The song is also strange because, you know, we're in the chorus now, but there there doesn't appear to be like a second or third verse. He just keeps going on about how apples are, uh, you know, he was he was bruised like an apple or something. Once I was bruised and broken, blind and groping on my way. When someone stopped to help me the damage it made me say excuse me are you Jesus you see it kind of goes like that on the opposite end of the musical spectrum our friends over there at Adam and Eve produced a musical a few years ago Grease Triple X a parody I don't think we've ever featured this on the podcast. Someone in the Discord provided a link. I'm sorry I don't have your name in front of me. It may have been uh, Unicorn Hamster or Great Big Pete. Uh, what's interesting is, you know, if you search for Grease on Adam and Eve's website, the movie is no longer available. As a matter of fact, the only thing that comes up when you search for Grease is a uh, Grade 8 condom sampler. The condoms are pre-greased. 
think that's where the, the, the grease comes into play. Still, you know, if you're a fan of musicals, if you're a fan of Grease, if you're a fan of fucking, you might want to check out Grease Triple X. Here's one of the songs. It, it may sound a little familiar. We did it in every position under the sun. Oh, freaking A! Did you make you use a rubber? Some loving got me some tail. Some loving and a big fail. She spread her legs ready for me. Met a boy, limp as can be. Summer days, dry humping away. But all those sunburned eyes. Oh, what a, what a, what a whore. Such a whore, such a whore. Did you come on her neck? Such a whore, such a whore. Did you get a wreck? See, uh, her version of uh, what went down, he was, you know, he's not very good at sex. The way he tells it, though, he's a stud. She says he was limp. Meanwhile, he's fucking her butt and spraying his load all over her. Aw, teenage romance. She bent over, arching her ass. We were kissing, he passed gas. I ate her out, I nearly drowned. He was off, jerking around. Summer lust, always a must. But all those sunburned eyes. I'm sure these porn parodies are fun for the actors, fun for everyone involved. The porn parodies that are musicals, though, I can't imagine they're big sellers because a lot of time is wasted singing these songs, you know, the production numbers. Meanwhile, like no one's having sex. And that's really what you want when you're paying 50 bucks for a fucking porn movie. You know, at least with like the Scooby-Doo triple X porn movie. There's no singing. The, the, the plot is thin. We know, we all know the characters, Scooby-Doo. It's just like, who's going to fuck who? Shaggy and Velma? Shaggy and Daphne? Fred and Daphne? Scooby and Velma? They're all winning combinations. I'm going to try to message my contact over there at Adam and Eve and ask them about the uh, Grease porn parody. Like, that wasn't a big seller, right? That's why it's no longer available. I need some sales data to back up my hypothesis here. Here's one more number for Grease. I think this is Grease Lightning, right? There's some slut that has just walked into a garage in her lingerie. I have a message from the Scorpion. Leo says you win the race. I'm your personal pussy trophy. You can tap this ass as often as you like. <laughs> Not only will you win bragging rights, you'll also win a personal pussy trophy? Cha-cha! She'll ride your cock all night and we'll drain your balls, oh yeah. Keep dreaming, well, keep dreaming. She'll really rock your world, but you don't come cheap, oh yeah. Go get the money, you gotta get the money. I feel like they started off strong with that first song. That's where they spent a lot of time on the lyrics and music. It's it's going downhill quick. It's getting a little sloppy. Throw a 20 on the floor, she'll be banging at your door. You know that ain't no shit, you'll be sucking on the cliff, cause that's a cha-cha. Cha-cha, cha-cha. So instead of Grease Lightning, it's Bang Cha-Cha. I'm guessing the girl is Cha-Cha. The movie ends with a song called Where is the Lube? <laughs> I think it's based on Grease is the Word. It is better than the Cha-Cha song. They say your pussy's really nice and tight. I'm just a horny kid. I gotta do it Well, there you go. 
you happen to be straight, yet you're still a theater fag, might want to track down a copy of uh, Grease Triple X. Ron Jeremy talking there. That may be why the movie's no longer for sale. Pulled all of Ron's work. All right. Uh, and with that, let's get into the crazy, bizarre twist. The fucked up news. Right up. If you enjoy Distorted View Daily, please consider signing up for the Sideshow. That is DV's member site where you gain full access to the entire archive of programs. More importantly, every week I do brand new exclusive shows just for paying freaks. We'll be doing a sideshow exclusive episode tomorrow. If you want to hear it, you got to sign up. Membership's very inexpensive, only $6.99 a month, even less when you opt for a quarterly, semi-annual, yearly, or lifetime membership. Uh, you'll get a password-protected RSS feed that works with most podcasting apps. You plug that into uh, Overcast or Apple Podcasts or Pocket Cast, and uh, you put your username and password in there, and you'll get all of the uh, exclusive shows and stuff. For an even easier way, if you happen to use Spotify or Apple Podcasts, you can sign up for Sideshow content right in those apps. Just a few taps. In the case of Apple Podcasts, you can even use uh, Apple Pay. For more information on that, check out distortedview.com and superfreaksideshow.com. Final way to help support the show, we've got a Patreon account. Patreon.com slash distortedview. You're all familiar with Patreon, right? You can pledge as little as a dollar over there. If you pledge at least five, you get access to a special voicemail line where I will play your calls first. Okay, three very quick stories now. First up, oh, looky here. We're starting the week off right with a story from our most fucked up state. Say it with me. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Crazy. Give me a hallelujah. Yeah. Dad, I hold my floor now. Yeah. This almost fucked up state. Shepard, yeah. hear me now. Oh, it's almost fucked up Praise be to the Lord. Amen. You know, recently there was that uh, shocking statistic that came out that said gun violence uh, has surpassed car accidents as the leading cause of death for American children. We just, you know, we deal with a lot of school shootings here in the United States. Children now have uh, like active shooter drills. I saw one video. Uh, apparently they have like a uh, in, in classrooms, they have a, a bucket and inside the bucket is like, uh, you know, gear you might need bandages, gauze, you know, like whatever you might need when people are shooting at you, but then uh, the bucket itself can be used as a toilet. Shades of Jim Baker food buckets. I guess like if, you know, if you're stuck in the classroom for a long time and, uh, you know, the children are freaking out, they might need to shit real bad. I'm guessing most of them will just probably shit themselves. I know I would if I was in a room with like, a sh like someone shooting at me next door. I'm not going to defecate in a bucket. I'm just going to go ahead and stay hunkered down and blow a load in my pants. It might actually work as an effective defense mechanism. You know, if a shooter comes in and smells crap, he might be like, uh, you know what, I'm just I'm going to go to the next classroom over. What is that, second graders? Yeah, yeah, I'll blow the heads off a couple of second graders. You guys are safe. Just try to open up a window, air that fucking shit out. Why am I bringing this all up today? Uh, well, a Florida teacher has been fired over a, quote, inappropriate lesson. He says, I didn't do anything wrong, though. 
I will let you freaks be the judge of that. The story comes from Orlando. A teacher in Florida is appealing his termination after being fired for what the district calls an inappropriate assignment about school violence. The teacher says he was just teaching students how to stay safe. Psychology teacher Jeffrey Keene spoke about a notice he received from the Orange County School District to end his employment at Dr. Phillips High School. But when they said you have the option to resign without violating your contract, I said, I didn't do anything wrong. I said, if I did, tell me what it is. They said, we can't do that. I said, in that case, since I don't know what I did wrong, you can go ahead and terminate me without cause. Keen said there was going to be an active shooter drill at the school, and he thought he could tie it into a psychology lesson. Oh my god, please tell me he brought a fake gun to scare the kids. Now write an essay about how you felt when I pulled a gun and put it to your head. No, that's not exactly what he did. Uh, Part of the lesson included having... I can't believe he didn't see how this would this was going to be a problem down the road. Part of the lesson included having the students write their own obituaries. Yikes. Yes, that didn't go over so well. Here's the thing. Like, the reason why this is so offensive is because in a school shooting situation... It's none of the it's not these kids fault that they might potentially die. I could see if it was a teaching lesson like, you know, you're going to get your driver's license and, uh, you know, you're driving, you're driving recklessly. And the driving instructor is like, you need to pay attention to the road or else, you know, you're going to die. Like This is how car accidents happen. You're going to kill someone or someone's going to kill you. Think about how your parents would feel because you were driving recklessly and you got killed. And, and then they had to write you your uh, they had to write your obituary. Imagine the hurt and pain. You know what? Write you write your own obit. You know, like that whole thing. I could I could almost see that. Like if, if the kid was being dumb and putting himself in harm's way, you know, and could potentially die from what he was. I could see like that being a teaching lesson. But these kids are just like. In school, why should they have to do that? All right, uh, but yeah, part of the lesson included having the student write their own obituary. Quote, if they died 24 hours from now, what would they do differently than they did yesterday? And that that's to get them to get rid of all the fluff and show them what's important in the world. It wasn't to say you're going to die and let's stress you out, but uh, that's exactly what happened. On Thursday, the teacher spoke to the local news and said he plans to appeal the termination. Apparently, a uh, student asked to talk to a guidance counselor after getting upset. I put a disclaimer on the bottom of the lesson saying this is no way to upset you, so I don't know why they went ahead and got upset. The paper specifically says don't get upset. This is the problem with youth today. They can't follow instructions. (laughs) This guy is a psychology teacher. He has no idea how to read people. What's funny is uh, his class was first period. So, you know, the students got to think about this all day long. Yeah, it happened during first period. During his second period class, he said a supervisor came to observe. I said, who knows what to do in the restroom if there's an active shooter? And no one knew. So I started to explain the process and she shut me down. Yes, because you're not good at these things, apparently. You're having fucking teenagers write their own obits. Keen said he was just trying to teach the students how to stay safe. I was stunned. I was talking to students about the world they live in. Gun safety, active shooters. 
A school district uh, spokesperson released a statement which read, Dr. Phillips High School families were informed that a teacher gave an inappropriate assignment about school violence. Administration immediately investigated and the probationary employee has been terminated. The local news asked Keene if he regretted doing the lesson and he said no. He also said he would do it again, knowing the consequences. Keene has been a teacher since 2008 in Orange County and he is appealing his termination. So uh, (laughs) there you go. Florida teacher doing Florida teacher things. Second story we have for you. Yes, we got one from China. China. Very big country. Very beautiful. Lots of rice over there. I'm trying to sound like Trump without doing a Trump voice. Is that working? Is that coming through? I'm hearing a lot of good things about China. A lot of rice. People love rice over there. Can't get enough of the rice. Big rice eaters in China. I think I need to work on my material. Uh, Are are chickens considered sacred animals over there? You wouldn't think so because, uh, you know, chicken chow mein, orange chicken. (laughs) Chinese love to eat their chicken, right? So it must not be a sacred animal. Still, some guy's in jail because of a chicken. What did he do? Very good question. A man identified only as Goo was this week sentenced to prison after a court found him guilty of scaring to death 1,100 chickens that belonged to a neighbor. Okay, well, now I can sort of understand that. See, the headline reads, China jails man who scared chickens to death. And I thought it was like just a couple of chickens. And I thought it was like by accident or he was like, you know, trying to get chickens away from his house or something. So he was like, and he like scared the chickens and they just sort of keeled over. No, he scared over a thousand chickens. These chickens don't know that they, you know, their strength in numbers. I guarantee you, you know, three or four chickens start chasing after the man. He would freak him the fuck out. He'd start running. And if all 1000 chickens ganged up, that didn't stand a chance. These chickens uh, were chicken, honestly. All right. uh, Yes, the court found him guilty of scaring to death 1,100 chickens that belonged to a neighbor with whom he was feuding. The pair had reportedly been squabbling since the neighbor, Zong, cut down Goo's tree without permission. This is all over (laughs) over a tree that was cut down. Uh, The court in central China's Hunan province heard that Goo had responded by sneaking onto Zong's chicken farm during the night on more than one occasion. It's unclear what Gu's intentions were, but the flashlight he used caused the flock to panic, and as the birds crowded into a corner in fear, hundreds of them, uh, hundreds of them died in the ensuing crush. Sounds like it's more the chicken's fault than anything. All this guy did was flash a light in their face. I think the chickens have some responsibility in all of this. That's all I'm saying. The first time Goo trespassed onto his neighbor's property, he caused a crush in which 500 chickens died. He was apprehended by police and forced to pay Zong compensation of about $430. But it didn't stop there. He returned to Zong's property a second time, this time killing 640 chickens. On Tuesday, the court ruled that Goo had intentionally caused property loss to Zong, Chinese authorities said that 1,100 dead chickens were estimated to be worth a total of about $2,000. The court ordered Gu to serve six months in prison with one year of probation, a sentence it said took into account the remorse Gu had shown for his crime. It should really be crime. Crimes, plural. He did the same thing over again. He killed a bunch of chickens, he paid the fine, and then he killed a bunch more chickens. I don't think there's any remorse. The remorse is he has to pay money and he got caught and he's in trouble. 
Lock that asshole up. Is this why fucking eggs are so expensive? Does this have something to do with it? This guy should be executed. Scaring chickens in this economy? Oh, off with your head, sir. All right, final story we have for you today. Hold on a second. I got to get my I'm an American song here. We got a story from Mississippi that is so Mississippi. This story comes from Ellisville, Mississippi. Bond was set at $25,000 for a Jones County woman charged with unnatural intercourse and aggravated cruelty to an animal. Denise Nicole Frazier, 19, of Laurel, Mississippi, made her first appearance Thursday afternoon in Jones County Justice Court, where her bond was set by George Grant Hedgepeth. Hedgepeth also ordered that Frazier stay away from animals, like all animals. She's not a flight risk so much as she is a fuck risk. Hide your horses. Hide your lizards. We got a bitch up here raping everybody. According to the Sheriff's Department, it received a complaint from a concerned resident regarding a graphic video posted to a social media channel depicting the act between a human female and a male dog. Ooh, this Mississippi bitch got knotted by a beagle. I... I'm an American. Yep. I'm from the wildest frontier in the world. <laughs> okay, all right, Harry, thank you. I knew I was going to get a bunch of mileage out of that song when we first featured it. Uh, actually, I don't know if it was a beagle. I don't know what type of dog it was. I hope it states that here. It's got to be a big one. I'm, I'm going to guess a German Shepherd. <laughs> An investigation led to a search warrant for the Norton Road residence, uh, and an arrest warrant was issued for Frazier. The Sheriff's Department said it's in the initial investigation phase, but has found no evidence that Frazier was threatened or coerced to participate in these acts on video. She was just horned up and a freak. Uh, Disturbing, extremely disturbing videos that I can't even wrap my head around, said lead investigator Sergeant J.D. Carter. Come on, Carter. Get your head in the game. I think all police officers, like, you know, investigators and stuff, should have to listen to Distorted View Daily. We'll desensitize you real quick. I could watch a female getting fucked by a dog, no problem. I have. I'm watching some right now. And no one called the authorities on me. It's called show prep. I'm not I'm not watching it because I like it. I'm watching it because it's my job. No, uh, for the record, there is no bestiality porn on my computer. Thank you. Seriously, though, I would like to um, do some training with the, the cops. Like, I could have seminars. You know how, like, there's sensitivity training? I would like to hold, like, desensitizing uh, seminars. By the end of my intensive three-day seminar, you won't feel a thing. You'll be completely dead inside, just like me. Ding! All right, uh, I wouldn't understand the mindset that would even drive someone to do that. The claim of being threatened and forced to conduct those videos, as she claimed, Well, there's no evidence to be found supporting that idea. And yeah, we did look into it. Officials said three separate dogs were seen on the video. Good God. At the same time, were they like filling all of her holes? Now that I don't think I've seen before. All the animals are now in a safe place getting medical help. (laughs) Carter said he's never worked on a case like this before. Really? Come on, you're in bumfuck Mississippi. I guess they deal mostly with sheep, livestock, you know. We're not equipped for dog bestiality cases. We've never dealt with this particular type of case before. There are really no true words to describe it other than disgusting. So right now, we're still in that initial phase, right past the first part of it. But we're still going to look into it and see if there's more. The sheriff's department said some of the videos may have been made in other countries. Those countries have been alerted and more charges may be added. So there you go. 
That's what's happening in Mississippi and your world today. Screaming liberty. We just want to be free. Free. Like an American from the greatest country in the world. Ah, that's right. Let's do a couple voicemails and get the hell out of here. You know I love to hear from you freaks, and there are many ways to contact the show. Show at distortedview.com. I'm all over social media at distortedview on Twitter and Instagram. Facebook.com slash Distorted View Show. Uh, we've got a Discord where all the freaks are hanging out and chatting. You can join too. It's absolutely free. There's a link on the main navigation bar over there at distortedview.com. Just click on that. Use that as your invite into the party, the frat party. Let's do a couple voicemails. Oh, I did want to mention uh, at the top of the program today, I forgot to say this. Uh, you heard a little bit of uh, a Tonetta song called something like uh, I want to eat turds or let that turd free. I don't know. It's a new Tonetta song. Uh, I just found it. He, he recorded it uh, this past March. So less than a month ago, he, he, he is pretty active. He continues to post new music every week or so. So uh, good job. I'm glad Tonetta is still around. All right. Uh, yes, caller. Go right ahead. Hey, Tim. This is Tyler. I hope you're having a great day. Yeah. Um, I just wanted to make an observation. When Satan called the manhole, uh, 10 minutes and 15 second mark, um, that's Richard from the Onania Masturbatorium. <gasps> and, and the Podcasturbation website. Hold on. We have to go back. So uh, uh, what Tyler is talking about here is the best of show I played for you guys on Thursday. If you didn't play it because you're like, I don't want to listen to old episodes of DV. Boy, did you miss a good one. We called the manhole party line and I was helping Satan try to get a date. And apparently um, the the, the uh, Gooner Bader guy ca- was calling in as well. Balls now. Here's the next guy. All right. I like a lot of penis-vagina conversation, particularly the stretching both wide and deep of very young girls' vaginas and anuses. <laughs> oh, Jesus! Is that him? I mean, it kind of sounds like him, but a lot of Gooner Baiters sound the same. Is there, and then the fact that he talked about little little girls. I mean, we have to be we have to be certain that this is the guy. I mean, you you're making some accusations here, Tyler. I like a lot of penis vagina. That sounds like him, but conversation, particularly the stretching both wide and deep of very young girls' vaginas and anuses. <laughs> oh, Jesus! Uh, while they are restrained <laughs> and while they are being uh, masturbated to uh, body convulsing. Oh my God, Jesus fucking Christ! What a ghoul! Could this be Richard? I, I mean, we need to do some serious, like, voice matching on this to, to make sure. I mean, it kind of sounds like him. Painfully powerful. Increasingly powerful. Oh, that sounds repetitive like... orgasm. And I like to do this in front of an audience. Sure. Of new masturbating bisexual men. What the fuck am I doing with my life? And why are you listening? Oh I can't believe it, but we got another pedophile. That's two in a row. <laughs> this kitty touching moment is brought to you by Sargento Shredded Parmesan Cheese. <laughs> by the way, when I was... <laughs> I, I don't often laugh at my own material here, but I haven't heard this episode in a while. And, you know, when I was looking for a best of show to play for you, 
I wasn't expecting. I, I I knew that the manhole thing was happening, but the whole like sponsored <laughs> sponsored moments by Sargento cheese that caught me off guard. <laughs> I died when I heard am I that. Doing with my life, so good. I kept hoping for more, which is kind of like a sick thing to hope. Like, oh, I hope more pedophiles are calling into that line so I can hear more funny commercials. This Kitty Touching Moment is brought to you by Sargento. Shredded Parmesan cheese. Aged three years to perfection. (laughs) Like, you already know where the joke is going to be going. That's also the motto of a lot of pedophiles. Sargento. Let's get cheesy. (laughs) Guys, you are, you're so lucky to have me. I'm so funny. What the hell is wrong with most people who are not listening to this podcast? What the fuck? I defy you to find something funnier. All right. Yes. Uh, go on, Tyler. Well, I'm 100% sure. Oh, he's 100% sure. Anywhere. Um, but he's also the guy who would, like, you know, fuck furniture whenever yes. he stays in hotel rooms. And he runs the Masturbatorium Discord. And uh, yeah, he's like a, a celebrity in Gooner Bader circles. He should be a little more careful with putting his voice out there. Narnia.org, uh, the wank bank. No. That's Richard. Uh, well, look, you're, you're making the accusation. I don't know if it's tr- if that's true or not. It sounds like um. Dick. Just wanted to let you know. All cool. right. Well, there you go, Dick. Pretty cool. I I guess it's cool. <laughs> hey Tim, Haley's comment calling up about your brilliant idea regarding a patriotic beer brand. Oh yeah, uh, I think it's a great idea. And as an avid home brewer uh, for, for a number of years now, uh, you know, I've, I've learned that the home brewing community has a lot of resources for people looking to go pro. Um, I think we might be able to make this happen. We, we just we just need a few fundraising options. Okay. To basically afford. That seems like a lot of work. <laughs> I'm, I'm already starting to waver on this idea. You know, maybe facil- you know, renting some space in an existing brewery, uh, all the legal rigmarole. We need to pick the state we want to operate out of. But do you want me to start that legwork, Tim? Because if I can get your commitment to be part of at least the fundraising process uh, when that time comes, I think we can make this happen. Let me give this some serious thought. Hold on. I don't have any morals and I don't have any allegiances, so I have no problem marketing towards a conservative buyer i would love to take their money i just i could not be the face of that beer though you know what i mean like it's a dead giveaway that i'm a cock smoking fairy you know who we need to get oh my god what if we were able to convince mead skelton to be the spokesperson for our conservative beer think about it holy shit like i know mead doesn't ha- look and sound the, the most masculine however his body of work is out there. Well, you know, like that uh, Black Lives Matter because they go splatter song. Oh, my God. Conservatives would eat that shit up. And that gay marriage, that anti-gay marriage song of his. Not to mention, like, the pictures of him defending those Confederate statues. Mead would be the perfect spokesperson for the beer. I think it's all starting to come. Slowly but surely, a, a, a brilliant idea is forming. <laughs> Hey, Timmy Boo, it's Great Big Pete here. I just wanted to call to clarify about what was going on in the voicemail there. Oh, yeah, when you guys were all calling in, pretending to be women on Friday's show. And, 
I left you the other night on yeah, Friday Yeah, what was going on there? Anywho, long story short, we were in the manhole, and that other guy that was talking, we had just met him, and he was like, he was just really annoying. Uh, actually, no, it wasn't the manhole, it was the party line. Yeah, that's where we were. We were in the party line. Okay. Anyways, Kamibu, just thought I'd give you that clarification. It was us fucking around with people in the party line. I didn't tell anybody that we had called the Distorted View Patreon line. I just did. And then oh, they I see. with it. Okay. That's kind of how it goes in the world of Great Big Pranks. Anywho, yeah. I love you, Timmy Boo. Well, everyone should go subscribe to Great Big Pranks if you like phone pranks. What do I call them? Phone goofies? If you like the phone goofies, check out Great Big Pranks. All right. Uh, thank you very much, Great Big Pete, and everyone calling into the voicemail line. Keep those calls coming. That's all the time we have on this edition of the program. Why don't you guys email me? Show at distortedview.com. Distortedview.com is our official website. Voicemail line for you, 206-666-4463. That's 206 Oh, God, is it? Oh, God. Excuse me, are you Jesus? Yes, I am Jesus Christ. Worship at my feet. Wash them. Feed me berries. Give me gifts of gold and frankincense. Eat me, for I am the bread. Thank you, my child. Spread the distortion. Jesus Christ commands you. STD, tell all your friends about the show. Don't forget to rate us and review us wherever you can criticize podcasts. If you're Sideshow members, I will see you back tomorrow. Otherwise, I'll see you on Wednesday. Until then, have a great day. Bye, everybody. Greasy cots and lubed up buttholes. That's what my garage is all about. Every inch of this place sees action. From the toilets to the grease-covered floor. This has been another excellent podcast from the Scribe Media Group. Learn more at scribe.net.